Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Asia Pacific shares are trading higher this morning. Sydney is leading the way. The ASX 200 is up nearly 1% in early trade. Tokyo and Seoul are in positive territory as well. Investors have their eyes on the currency markets where the British pound is coming under renewed pressure. Ryan Huang joins me now and we discuss why. All right, Ryan, how are you doing this Tuesday? Hey, Michelle, it's been quite a week, um, even though it's only Tuesday. <laughs> Already, yeah. Before COVID, before the US-China trade war, there was another story that we seem to talk about incessantly, Ryan. Mm-hmm. It dominated financial headlines, really cast a shadow over markets. And now, perhaps, like a bad movie that keeps coming back, it's back. What is this financial movie? <laughs> it is the <laughs> sequel or the... <laughs> Trilogy, or I'm not sure what you call it now. It is Brexit. Before Brexit is back. And it is back. And you have not so good news. I can hear the trailer. Brexit is back. While the UK left the EU in January, the two sides may see, uh, you know, a lot more discussion because there's so many issues unresolved, including the status of their future trade relations. So the clock is ticking and the prospects of a trade accord are looking increasingly remote. Investors sold off the British pound overnight and there seems to be rising discord between the UK and the EU. Ryan, what was the trigger for the sell-off? Yeah, so we've got Prime Minister Boris Johnson coming out to say, hey... Maybe enough is enough. I am going to put a deadline on this. So the initial deadline for a deal to be done was set by the EU for November. But Boris Johnson says, hey, I want it to be earlier. October 15 it is. And this is to time it with an EU summit that is happening on the October 15. And it has to be done by November because um, the EU says it needs uh, some time for the paperwork, for the parliamentary approval for it to be in place by 2021. So that is the type of timelines we are working with. So October 15 is the clock, is the deadline that we are working towards on the clock right now. And to make things a bit more complicated, Boris Johnson has said, you know, he is already, rather reports are saying he is going to potentially potentially revise some of the earlier agreements. So what is going to be at stake is um, this once again, hard border issue between North Ireland and the rest of the UK, Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland. So this issue potentially is going to be back on the table again because the UK is going to be raising it in part, as part of its revisions to the deal that it wants to propose tomorrow. So look out for it tomorrow. And also what's at stake is um, state aid and fisheries. So those two industries... And those two issues will be part of the conversation as they try to iron out the deal. And the lead up to this, like you mentioned, has been on the back burner. This discussions, this issue has been on the back burner. The Europeans have been quite disappointed with the progress so far. And they have come out to say, hey, we have not been making any progress. And this, I think, is going to be uh, what markets will be watching this week. You've got a pound slumping as much as 1% so far in the um, past 24 hours. And if you look at it versus the Sing dollar, uh, we have the pound trading at around 1.78 right now. So that is how much uh, we are watching the slump in the pound in the Mm. past uh, few days. And sterling declining as much as 0.6% against the US dollar. Ryan, help us understand the key differences as standing in the way of a trade agreement between the two sides. Okay, so you've got the the border, the, I guess the border that is 
between Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland. So that is one issue. So um, they have not really come up with a good solution to it yet. So that is going to be something that they are going to be trying to work against, work towards against again. And you also have the fisheries and the state aid issue as well. So those, I think, are going to be top of the table, top of the list on what's going to be discussed on the table. Mm, yeah, right. Fishing rights, a major stumbling block. The US markets were closed overnight for a public holiday, but one news item did catch my eye. The Financial Times reporting that US executives sold 6.7 billion US dollars of shares in their own companies last month. That is the highest figure in nearly five years. Can this be taken, Ryan, as a sign that the US markets have peaked? Yeah, so that is a very interesting sign to see someone at the top of the company, the boss, selling off their shares. So people normally associate it with them cashing out and maybe a signal that you know, the future, the outlook for the company is not going to be as rosy as uh, what people are imagining it to be. So that is one of the signs people take away from insider trading that things are maybe not as optimistic as um, what um, it may be currently. So what we have right now is the Financial Times reporting that US executives selling $6.7 billion of their own stock in their own companies. So this makes it the largest in terms of monthly insider trading sales since the past five years. So that is one figure that really jumps out when you see you know, company insiders selling off. And that in turn, when you look at how the market has been rallying in the past few months, few weeks, maybe that is a chance for them to cash out. So that is a potential warning signal for the rest of the public. Hey, maybe this is a time for markets to take a breather after, after this uh, huge sale. In China, meanwhile, my favourite topic in the news, a topic of fat fingers. At least three Chinese companies say that an employee accidentally sold off company shares by imputing a wrong ticker symbol. The Shenzhen Changfang Group, Sunny Heavy Industry and the display maker TCL Technology. Mm. They've all said that recent sales were due to trading errors. I like reading stories like this because it reminds me, despite all the rationality uh, that we try to impute to markets, you know, a simple thing like a, a slip of the finger can lead to so much chaos. So some analysts are wondering if insiders though could be testing the market before they're offloading their shares. What have you heard about this? Yeah, so that's an interesting theory right so the fat finger theory of course the fat finger issue is how your finger might be fat enough to press the adjacent keyboard button to trigger the wrong type of um, number of shares you want to sell so that is something that's in the news because in china you've got at least six firms apologizing in the past month for accidental sales so the the question now is starting to come up was it really accidental or was this something that the insiders mm. were actually testing the waters for for future sales. So that is starting to be questioned. And it's quite similar to what we saw in the US with the recent rally. Maybe you are looking at the people at the top of the company who know what the industry is going through, who know their sales figures. Maybe they know something that the rest don't and they are trying to cash out before the rest of the public does. So that is um, what's happening in China as well as the US.
Yeah, and selling by major shareholders in China is often looked at as a negative signal that could suggest executives are losing confidence in a firm's prospects. All right. Well, we've covered so much today. Here at home, Semcorp Marine says its recent rights issue was undersubscribed and a subsidiary of Tomasic will now buy the remainder that was unsold, over 1 billion Semcorp Marine shares. Ryan, why do analysts think that demand for the rights issue was weak? Okay, so we've got to walk back a few steps, right? So you've got the rights issue that Semcorp Marine was trying to execute to help recapitalize the company. And we had the rice issue at around 20 cents per share. And that was pretty much what the share price was before the rice issue closed. So there was very very little incentive for shareholders to jump on the rice issue if the you know, price difference was so negligible. So there's one reason why only 90% of the rice issue was taken up. So it's undersubscribed. But as per the um, sub-underwriting agreement, Tomasic Holdings will be mopping up the remaining 10% and will become a direct shareholder in Semcorp Marine. So that is what's um, going to be happening. All right, we'll keep an eye out on Semcorp Marine shares, which yesterday closed at uh, 19 cents, up 0.2%. 15 minutes past nine, this is your money. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.